we're going to talk cricket. And we had this text come through uh, this morning. Uh, from John. Good morning, fellas. The test cricket was so disappointing from a New Zealand fan point of view. It is time Gary Stead got out of the job and some of these players need to be held to account and get dropped on performance. The mode of dismissals yesterday was so amateurish, it was laughable. Australia didn't get us out, we got ourselves out. The New Zealand team mindset needs to change as everything just seems too easy for them. They don't have enough pride in the silver fern like players like Grant, Smithy and Jeremy commentating uh, on that rubbish. It must have been so disappointing for them and probably so many other people as well. Joining us now to talk about that is Grant Elliott. Morning, mate. How are you doing? How was the weekend? And and, and how have you recovered from that uh, tonking from the Aussies? Yeah, morning, Rick. Morning, uh, Izzy. Um, yeah, I, I feel pretty bruised and battered after that test match, to be honest. Um, there is, however, I guess, like, I don't want to be a cheerleader about it because I, I think it was, the way that it ended wasn't great. I think that, you know, we didn't show fight and I think that's all the fans want to see. The fans want to see that you're giving everything out there. And I think, you know, when we bowled Australia out for 164, we saw that. So day two of the test, day one was good. Having Australia 279 for nine. You've got to admit that was a great day. And then bowling them out for 164. Day two, though, was a horror day at the basin. We had the Williamson run out. We had Ravindra getting out for naught, and all of a sudden, our number three and four were out for nothing, mm. and we were struggling. You know, and when you allow Australia like a sniff, that's when they, they're amazing and they're aggressive. And I mean, it's a world-class bowling attack. So there was one difference in the whole game, one difference between the two teams, and that was Cameron Green. We lost by 172 runs, and Cameron Green got 174 of them. So <laughs> I guess in a way I'm trying to give hope, trying to say, like, if we had got Australia out for, you know, under 300 um, in that first or the first morning of, of morning number two, um, and someone had actually stood up and converted, like we only had... There were six people that got over 40 on that pitch um, in, the, in the whole game. So it was a tough pitch against a world-class opposition. And um, I, don't, I don't really agree with, you know, get rid of Stead, get rid of all the... <laughs> like a knee-jerk reaction to that. Well, the um, dog said yes. Yeah, <laughs> say, shut up, Dad. What are you all about? <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was reacting to your uh, your play at the NZ Open, is he? I don't know how that went. So I, I thought I had a sniff of getting invited to that instead of commentating in the test. <laughs> no, you got to work hard. And the working hard is what uh, you do, Granter. And we appreciate you coming <laughs> on. Um, oh, it's... Yeah, look, I, I was sitting down watching. I said, oh, I'm going to watch the test match uh, yesterday. And they said, no, no, it's all over. We got rolled. And I was thinking, oh, no. It, it is a roller coaster. It is hard. You know, like we can, we have the old game where we step up and we get a, bit, a little bit of amazement back and excitement. And then we get brought right back down to, to earth. Um, so how do we find hope, Granta? Where, where's hope coming from? Well, I guess you find hope in the fact that, you know, Williamson didn't score runs. So that means he's due for the next test. Um, I do think that 
it's a result as well of a reshuffle. Like I, I would love to have seen uh, Jameson, O'Rourke, Salvi, Henry on a green one. As soon as Jameson got uh, got injured, then suddenly it was a reshuffle of the team. You know, Kugelheim's come in for just his second test, so that was tough for him. Real tough outing. Um, and uh, the positives are is that Phillips played well. I mean, gee, who would have thought Phillips would have got five wickets uh, at the base and reserve? You know, that 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 was a real positive um, for my sense. And also the fact, you know, the way that he bowled. He bowled so well. I mean, I I had never seen the ball spin like that. And this is another point. If we wanted to create a pitch that was perfect for Australia, well, we actually we managed to do it. <laughs> like this pitch, it had pace, it had bounce, a little bit of variable bounce, it had seam, and it had spin for Nathan Lyon. And you're just like, gee, guys, we've done we've done badly there. Yeah, I was, um, was going to say, Grant, just on that, um, you know, we saw in the tests against South Africa and Hamilton and the Bay, uh, we saw pitches that looked green but then took turn and we ended up with, you know, Ratchin and Glenn Phillips taking wickets that we didn't expect them to take. Uh, should New Zealand cricket, the selectors, have learned from this? Because, I mean, if Glenn Phillips, a part-time, was getting the ball to do that, what would have an Ajaz Patel or even a Mitch Santa with his, you know, his, his new action have done on that? They, they missed a trick they're putting in Line and not picking a specialist spinner, haven't they? Look, it's a good point, I think. Um, Satner's record, I'd say, is not great in terms of uh, wicket return. Now, I expect Satner to probably come in for the next test, but what we need to do is we need to try and find out who our spinner is, who our out-and-out spinner is, because Mm -hmm. the first name on the team sheet for Australia is Nathan Lyon. Mm -hmm. Nathan Lyon is the first name on the sheet and he plays in any conditions and he showed that yes it was spin friendly conditions but he's shown throughout his career that he can actually get wickets in in, in any conditions you know if you look at the most five wicket balls for australian tests warren's got 37 ken mccarr's got 29 and nathan lyon's got 24. he's ahead of dennis lily so mm. you know he, he's an incredible bowler um and five wicket hauls in tests away from home, uh, he's got 15 five wicket hauls away from home. Um, yeah. You know, Mira Lithwin's got 22. So this guy's like a great performer. But it's the fact that they bowl well in partnership. They, you know, I always think about it like if I hear the captain go, hey, Starkey, warm up, and Nathan Lyon's bowling, I'm like, gee, I want a piece of him. I think I'm going to get all my runs off Nathan Lyon before I get some heat thrown at me. So, you know, I, I do wonder if guys get out as well playing more aggressively against Nathan Lyon because of the pace attack they've got um, and whether that sort of attributes it to, to his success. But that, they're a good team. They're a world-class team. Um, and against world-class teams, you have to play great cricket for long periods of time. And like I alluded to, we played well on day two. We bowled them out, um, you know, in the second innings. We had patches of playing good cricket, but you have to play good cricket for extended periods of time. You can't have an off session. And day two, I'm sorry, Cameron Green, the way he took the game away from us, yeah, that was awesome from, from awesome batting from him. But maybe we could have done something different there to limit their first innings total. 
and then um, and our batting in the first innings just wasn't good enough. Yeah, tail was wagging, and it was frustrating as hell. You could see the frustration out there. And the joy when they were able to get that final wicket. Um, in, in regards to our very own, uh, Kyle Jameson and Lockie Ferguson, for now, they were down here at the New Zealand Open. They don't look like they're anywhere near to be able to play red ball cricket. We know Kyle Jameson's got back issues. Um, but there's concerns with Willow Rourke. He might be out. So where do the New Zealand pace attack go right now? Let's Trent Bolt straight back in. <laughs> Bolsey was at the uh, Barney's wedding, I think, in Mumbai. Oh, yeah, he's so gone. He ain't coming back. Uh, so where do they go? Ready to come back. Well, this is a good question. I think that they're going to go Satner, I think. I think that Satner comes in for a rock. I think that, that it's as simple as that. But I do think that, you know, if we're looking at pace bowls, Wagner? Um, I think that, you know, Duffy, Nathan Smith, and Ben Sears. So there's three bowlers, I think, that mm. would look at potentially coming into the squad and maybe the likes of Kugelain would compete for that one position. So you'd go Southie, Henry, you've got Satin at a tie-up one end and then you've got one of Duffy, Kugelain, Sears or Nathan Smith. And Nathan Smith's impressed me, but I don't know if he'll be on the radar. Um, and then you've got Phillips and Ravindra as well who can bowl a few overs. So that means that now we have to prepare a pitch that is not seam-friendly it goes away from our game plan of always playing opposition at home um, and maybe a more benign pitch. And finger spinners don't do too well in Christchurch either. It's interesting, uh, Grant, about, uh, you know, Kugelin. I think, you know, he, he looked um, look, looked like for the Australians it was money for jam every time he, he, he sort of had the ball, um, particularly in that second innings where he only got three overs and then they took him off. Uh, so... I think at Hagley, with the conditions down there, would Duffy's ability to swing the ball go in his favour, do you think? Yeah, I mean, Duffy's performed well. Uh, he's he's not the top wicket-taker, Nathan Smith is. Nathan Smith's got 28 in the Plunkett Shield. Duffy's got 23. But I think that you just got to go with experience. I think that you need the most experienced players. But like we're saying, so your most experienced player is um, Satner to come in. He's played a couple of tests. Love to go Wagner, but he's he's obviously retired. Um, so yeah, I think Duffy Duffy would probably get a tick um, along with Nathan Smith. Unfortunately for Ben Sears, he didn't play the last round of Plunkett Shield. He was rested after the T20 series. So yeah, I just I think that we've been caught out a little bit here with two injuries and. Um, all of a sudden, we've got these two injuries that we're like, oh no, who's the next in line? Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's been tough for New Zealand cricket and the selectors. And, well, what a great opportunity for someone to get a test match against Australia. That's what I say. Great opportunity to come in and do something special. Are you deep down? Are you deep down confident we can level this up? Or do you think it's going to be a bloodbath, Grunter? <laughs> um after the way we, we played in the first test, I don't think we can. I think, mm. you know, I think our opportunity of beating Australia uh, was a green pitch. Jameson O'Rourke, Saudi Henry um, at the basin, go 1-0 up. Um, and then see what happens in Christchurch. But I think, you know, with the injuries, I think it's going to be tough. I think we're changing our game plan now of winning tests at home. Mm. So, yeah, I, I'm not confident. Uh, something... 
miraculous has to happen overnight, I think, fellas. Devin, Devin Conway make a difference if he's if he's fit to come back in at the top. No, I think I think our batters are good. I think like I'm actually I think Young Young looks solid. Young looks good. Um, obviously, he didn't get the runs that he wanted. Latham struggling with form. Uh, Williamson and Ravindra obviously three and four set for a long time. I hope as long as Kane wants to play. Um, and then the only other one, uh, Mitchell obviously sets. He's you know, number four best batter in the world. And then Blundell struggling for form, but he stays. So I think our, our, our batting lineup, along with Phillips there at uh, the seven, is solid. I don't think we need to change anything. If Conway comes back, then you would probably say likely just to come in for Young. Um, that would be the only change. So I don't think it would make too much of a, of a difference at the moment. Conway was struggling for form, so maybe it's a good, good time for him to rest and just reju- rejuvenate. Because, you know, that was one thing we were talking about with the SCNZ commentators with Smitty and, and Jerry and that, was that I said, a lot of these guys, like you look at the guys who are struggling, like Southie, Latham, Conway, have played a lot of cricket. Yeah. Now, they were away for four months um, and Latham, you know, you you wonder if it's not just, you know, a little bit of fatigue, just go out to postures, just, you know, go and get get a little bit of energy back, uh, mm. find that mojo and then come back into international cricket. It's tough playing all three formats and um, your decision-making wanes a little bit in test cricket when that happens. Yeah, totally. Absolutely totally. They, they, they are looking tired. And, and just quickly before we let you go there, Grunter, um... In terms of fielding, with that old saying, catches were matches, we all know that. Uh, fielding, we've probably little been a little bit off. Is that something of concern for you? Can we improve there? Uh, yeah, I think fielding just comes down to pressure, I reckon, if you're feeling the pressure. And we've seen a lot of catches go down. I don't know what the number was. I think Daniel McCarty said 15 catches, I think, during the T20s and now the tests. We dropped those two catches... Oh, a grunt, Grunt's dropped out by the sounds of things. Um, but yeah, there, there was a good um, uh, message sent through by Richie earlier saying basically that as well. Who's the fielding coach? Perhaps their job is on the line. There's an old adage that catches win matches. We dropped Cam Green and Nathan Lyon, uh, and they were the two top scorers for Aussie in both innings. Um, there were other drops yeah. during the game, and there were plenty of drops in the T20 series as well. Thanks for your text, Richie. Yeah, it's and when you're dropping classy players like the Australians, you know, you just cannot give them many second chances, otherwise they punish you. And, and that's what's happened. When you're dropping 15 catches from the T20s and Test matches, man, you, you're just putting yourself under so much more pressure. Um, it was a struggle, to be honest. They struggled. Some of the selections are flawed. Some of the decision-making out there is, is baffling. And... Um, I think there needs to be serious questions asked yeah. about Gary Stead and, and some of the players in that environment. Yeah, you know, I mean, aging. well, I mean, if you know, you compare it to Ian Foster last year, right? Mm. You know, it doesn't seem to get the same sort of scrutiny. Yeah, doesn't doesn't. There's some he's very good at being able to angle the interview in a certain way, and. Um, you know, like it's yeah. I think the the glory days are, are coming, crashing down, and 
look, I, I'm a supporter and I want to be able to support this team, but just some of the ways that they go about things, it's like, how do you, how do you buy into it? It's yeah. like, man, this doesn't make sense. What's going on here, you know? He's the best player. Why aren't you playing him? He's the best spinner. Why aren't you playing him in a spin conditions, friendly conditions? Um, so, yeah, just just quite confusing. It is confusing. I have to say that. And then, you know, being told, um, you know, that, they, that Bolt said he wanted to play in these tests, and they said, no, thanks. Um, now where we are. And also, you know, a few question marks over the Wagner retirement. Apparently, you know, he was effectively told he should retire. If you yeah, like, hard. you know. Um, and, and if that's me, Rick, I'm telling you, nah, stuff. I'll retire my own terms. Yeah. I, I know when my body's not not quite up to it. But I know when my body's not feeling it. But right now, I feel like I can I can compete. So, no, I'm going to retire when I, when I want to retire. You don't tell me when I want to retire. Yeah, and, and apparently a lot of it was around his pace. Now his pace had dropped off, but he's still bowling at the same pace that Tim Southey's bowling at. <laughs> so... Yeah. What is it? And yet Tim Southey takes the red ball and like you know, bowls first with the ball, takes the new ball. So yeah, there's some question marks there. 